welcome. My name is Glenn Lundy. Super excited to be launching our new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Can you believe it? That's right. The Breakfast with Champions podcast has finally arrived. This is your opportunity to get motivation, education, and inspiration every single day. And ultimately, your opportunity to get a seat at the table, to be a fly on the wall, to listen in to some conversations between some of the most amazing superhumans from around the planet. We're talking about people that are doing the things you know you can do, that have reached some of those levels you know you can reach. We've got celebrity interviews with people like Tiffany Haddish and Grant Cardone, Lauren Rittiger. We've got specialists in areas like capital ventures, right? Or wealth building, wealth management, real estate, all kinds of incredible conversations. And what's amazing about the Breakfast with Champions podcast is you're going to be able to tune in, listen in. They won't even know you're there, right? It's just like you're, you're, you're listening in on all these incredible secrets of some of the most successful humans from all around the world. You know, when we launched Breakfast with Champions, we had no idea of the power that it was gonna have. We had no idea of the collaborations it would create. We had no idea that we'd be able to connect humans from England and Australia and Saigon and America, of course, all together in one room having powerful conversations that elevate everyone in the experience. Listen, if you like these episodes of Breakfast with Champions, do me a huge favor and let us know. We would greatly appreciate it. We pour into this. You're going to get five to six hours of content every single day, Monday through Friday, five days a week. You can keep coming back. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast. We'd appreciate it. Drop your comments, share your thoughts and your reviews. It would mean the world to us if you would do that. And in exchange, we promise you that we will always create a space, a safe space where you can come. You're not going to get politics here. It's not going to happen. You'll never see any type of division in here. It's actually exactly the opposite. We have a bunch of different people with different belief systems, different upbringing, different backgrounds. We've got people from all different ethnicities all coming together. But the one thing that we share is everyone in this room shares the same heart. And it is a heart to elevate you, to encourage you, to inspire you, and to help you become the absolute best version of yourself that you can possibly be. So if you would, do us a favor, write those reviews, subscribe to the podcast, tell your friends. We're going to be here, and we hope that you will be too. Enjoy Breakfast with Champions. You'll see there in the notes that you can skip forward. You can move back. If you need to pause it for a minute, you'll now have that opportunity to do so. We do record these daily on Clubhouse. We have a Breakfast with Champions Club there, or you can follow me, Glenn Lundy. If you'd like to see those rooms, if that's an app that you enjoy, you can always come in and tune in live, or of course, just sit back and enjoy right here on the podcast and anywhere your podcast can be found. It is such an honor and a privilege to be able to spend this time with you. I know that there are a trillion places you could have chose to be. You chose to be right here with us on Breakfast with Champions, and that means the world to me, and I absolutely stinking love you for it. So with that said, we are excited to launch the new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Thanks so much. I don't know how you pick your, well, no, it's in the, it's in the planner. It's in the planner, I know, because we have like the books and everything, but 
I just feel like this is such a great topic and I'm so glad that we're making a whole month out of it because so many people, we just have this stigma around money and talking about money. And it's something that I've been really passionate about and something that I really love that Breakfast with Champions has made a more um, approachable conversation. It's made a conversations where we feel like we can have all these conversations with each other and just like normalize the conversation around money. And I think it's so great to be able to hear from all these different people and perspectives on what their money mindset has been as they've been growing up and how they've been able to shift it and changed it. And um, Glenn, I really loved your story about kind of what your parents' money mindset was and then what how you kind of changed it into who you are today. And so there's hope for all of us to really know that you can change that mindset. So it's such you, an important you topic. You totally can. You totally can, Kate. And the reason we're talking about it for a month and not for a day is because it's not, this is not a light switch type thing. You can't just be like, okay, all of a sudden change my money mindset. Like, it's not how, it's not how it works. You've got layers and layers and layers and layers and layers of programming uh, that, that has happened in your life. However old you are, you've been filing away certain belief systems around money and, and where those belief systems came from and your experiences where you grew up, all of those things. And so we're making it a money, a money month so that we can really go deep so that you as individuals, if money is not serving you the way that you want it to, then you can start to become aware. You might hear something that Kate says, or you might hear something that Renee said, or you might hear something that Ramon says that kind of triggers awareness. And awareness is key to everything. Once we can be aware and say, hey, you know what? That really isn't serving me. Why do I believe that? Where did that come from? Then we can start doing the real work, which is, you know, the healing, right? It's just like a doctor has to diagnose you before they can tell you what the treatment is. And that's basically why we're going to spend so much time really diving in is so that you can find your individual areas of opportunity and development. And then we can get the treatment in place to really help you elevate and grow when it comes to that money mindset. Love it. Love it. Oh my gosh. So, so good. And I know that we'll probably even talk about, I mean, I just love that we're talking about it more and more and I love giving it a month and I'm super excited to introduce you to my guest today because she is all about helping people attract more money. Um, for those of you that don't know, I am Kate Volman. I am the CEO of Floyd Consulting. My team and I work with organizations to help them build dynamic cultures so people love coming to work and accomplishing great things together. Uh, we also certify dream managers. So we certify life coaches that go into organizations. And money is actually a really big conversation we have because every dream that someone has there's some money attached to it, right? Like most dreams, if we want to travel places, we want to have great experiences, we want to have certain material things, which are all beautiful things that we that we get to to want to put out into the world and 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 have dreams for ourselves. And it all there's a there's a price tag attached to all of these experiences. And so um, that is something that we talk a lot with our clients about. Um, I also put out a newsletter every week called Massive Optimism. It's a weekly newsletter, and if you want to subscribe to get some ideas. Basically, I share three to five ideas. I share journaling prompts, book recommendations, quotes, lots of fun things to start you off in your week. And you can go to massiveoptimism.club to sign up for that. 
Um, like I said today, I have a guest. I'm so excited about my guest today. And I'm actually going to be talking to her a couple times this week or this month because she really knows how to help people attract money into their life. Uh, but before we get started, Dr. Dr. DJ Sean Shapiro, do you have a, are you ready for me? Oh my gosh, I love this song so much and I wanted to play it before the segment because I, in the newsletter that I share on Sunday, I would put out and I talked about this song, Never Enough. Oh gosh, can you just flash your, flash your mics if you love this song as much as I do? Like, oh, it's so good. And I'm literally, if you guys, if I... If I was on if I was on video, you would see I literally had my 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 hand on my on my phone and I'm like singing. I'm literally like singing into the phone as if it's my microphone. I love this song so much and it makes me think. Not only is it gorgeous and beautiful and I could just listen to it over and over and over, but I love this idea of never enough, like never be enough. It'll never be enough. And that and and what I really shared was this idea that we're constantly on this, like, we got to strive, we need more, we need more money, more, like more things, more money, more all everything in the, that we, that we're trying to always pursue. And sometimes when we do that, we're putting so much energy instead of focusing on, oh, hold on. I am really happy with right where, where I am exactly what I have, those things that I have in my life, all of the beautiful gifts, all the relationships, the money that I do have, the money I have been able to attract, the clients that I do have, all of these things. And when we can sit in that space of, oh, I feel good and it is enough. That's not to say we don't want more, right? We can absolutely have this space where we want to attract more into our life. But think about when we are sitting in this feeling of gratitude, which we talk about all the time, when we're feeling and sitting in gratitude for exactly where we are, who we are, what we've done, what we've accomplished so far, then we have this different energy 
that we're able to attract those other things in our life that we want, that better relationship, maybe that better job, that, that incredible client or those experiences. And there's something blocking us because we're just, we're just in this place of never enough instead of coming from this place of gratitude. And so I love playing that song. I probably play it multiple times a day because it just, again, it's not only just so beautiful, but the message just reminds me to come from that place of gratitude. And so I'm so excited to in introduce you to my guest today, because like I said, she is all about helping people attract more wealth into their life. My friend, Tasha Chen, who I've known for many, many years, she is the co-founder of the Science of Getting Rich Academy. She's an expert in taking businesses from struggling and on the verge of giving up to opening their can of dreams of again, having fun and making money. Her wildly impactful manifestation and mindset strategies and coaching has helped thousands of entrepreneurs around the globe generate an additional, get this, $47.5 million in revenue over their businesses in the past six years. So she just has this knack for helping people see this bigger picture and help them attract the abundance that they want in their life. And so I'm so grateful for Tasha Chan to be getting up a little earlier today to join us here on Hashtag Rise and Grind. So Tasha, thank you so much for joining us in Hashtag Rise and Grind. Hashtag Rise and Grind. Thank you for having me, Kate. Good morning, everyone. Hi, Glenn, Janie, everyone on stage, the entire Breakfast with Champions Club. Oh my gosh, this is like a dream come true. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, oh my gosh, I'm so glad that you can make it. And Glenn, just so you know, it was so funny because when I talked to, Ta to Tasha, I said, oh, you want to come and come do a segment with me on Breakfast of Champions? And she's like, oh my gosh, yeah, I've totally been in that club. That's awesome. I would love to. So um, so this is, this is going to be fun. And we're talking about money because when I saw that this month was all about money, what did I do? I texted Tasha. I said, what did I say to you, Tasha? I haven't have idea. I have an idea. <laughs> I have an idea. And I was like, I have this segment and I, you know, as much as I could go on and on and talk about money and my experience and kind of my journey about journey with it and my money mindset. Instead, I was like, hey, let's just let's just go to the big guns. Let's go to somebody that actually does this for a living and really helps people with their money mindset and helps them attract the abundance that they want in their life. And, and you and I have met, I don't even remember how we met, but we met years ago through a mutual friend. And I really appreciated learning more about what you do. And I think even back then, I was still kind of learning about this whole attracting things into your life. Um, and that's really what you do. You help people attract that abundance into their life. And so I thought, you know, we're going to kind of go a lot of different directions here. And, and we have um, up until the show at 7 at 7 a.m. before I pass it over to Glenn. But let's start with why, because again, we're, we're doing this month all about money, 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 which is obviously an important conversation to have. And it's one that we don't always have with the people in our lives. So let's start with why do people, why do you, why do people have a hard time attracting money like why do we have this money mindset that is sometimes not this come from this place of abundance but instead this place of lack oh, such a great question 
And I'm going to piggyback on the last few minutes that I heard of Dr. Janie before me, where she talked about, sounds like she was having a conversation around lack and scarcity mindset. And I like to say, that's the obvious one. I think a lot of us can self-diagnose when it comes to money. Oh, yeah, I really do. I find myself having these thoughts, you know, um, where I just feel like there's never enough, <laughs> you know, like your song says, there's never enough. And I just, I don't know, I just can't seem to catch a break. And it's really the scarcity thinking. And I think most people can identify when they're there. So for me, when we talk about why people struggle, the mindset piece and that lack in scarcity is pretty obvious. It's kind of like going to WebMD and self-diagnosing. I think many of us can do it. The other ones that I want to mention this morning are the ones that are not so obvious. And you know, I think Glenn, Glenn also said a few minutes ago that awareness is like 80% of the solution. When you can see what's going on, it's like you're not standing in this dark room throwing darts, but suddenly the light comes on and you're like, oh, wow. So that's what's causing me to do this. So I have four other ones to share that I'm curious if everyone listening has ever thought of or had an awareness around. And the first one, which I'm really passionate about, is deservingness. And here's why that one's not so obvious. If I were to pull everyone listening and ask, do you think you deserve financial abundance? I guarantee you we're all going to say absolutely. Yeah, like Tasha, that's a redundant question. Of course, I deserve financial abundance. And there is a study that was done by the Journal of Personality and Social Psychology. And it says that we actually need to believe that the world is orderly. We need to believe that we get what we deserve and we deserve what we get. Here's the tricky thing about deservingness, Kate. If you are saying you deserve something and you genuinely believe that you believe, so let me slow down and say that again. You genuinely believe that you believe you deserve financial abundance, but then you look at your life, you look at your finances, and it's not a match. That's like the number one first place to go in showing yourself, wait a second, I'm saying this and it sounds really good. And I actually believe for myself that I think I deserve it. But when I look at my finances, when I look at my, whether it's your bank account, whether it's the way money comes to you, you're always hustling and grinding and worrying. And, you know, it's like it's here today, gone tomorrow. When you deserve something, you have it. I like to say you get what you believe you deserve, not what you're wishing for. So that's number two. When you, when you look at why we're not getting it, and I work with so many people, we'll have these incredible conversations around their financial goals. And as we start working through the deservingness piece, it's a big aha because we're like, wow, Tasha, you're right. I really don't believe I deserve it. I really don't believe I should have it easy. And again, back to your song. I love that song too, by the way. I was over here with my phone, just with you singing off, you know, not in my best morning voice, but singing like crazy because I'm like, yeah, you know, it's not even that it's never enough for me. What I want, and this is my mantra, is easy and relaxed. I want financial abundance. Yes, I'm grateful for what I have, 
and I want more in an easy and relaxed manner. I'm all about easy and relaxed. So look at the way that money is flowing to you. Look at, you know, just look at the state of your finances and really ask yourself, um, is it true? Do I really believe I deserve what I'm asking for financially? The third one, and this is again, one of those where you don't realize, we don't tend, we don't naturally realize what we're doing is that we ask for more money, but from our limits. It's like we are stuck in our old money story. And so, yeah, we'll do the New Year's resolution. We'll set the financial goals. We'll, you know, hop on a, 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 and listen in on a room like this. And we'll be all hyped and put a big number out there. But the truth is inside of us, in our subconscious mind, we are coming from this place of no power. There's, we don't believe it. We can't see it for ourselves. We've never had it in, in the past. And either we set a number that is logical to us because it's what we've done in the past, or we, um, you know, we come from this place where I'm asking, but I really, I really don't believe it. And all of that, it's like four and five, we're stuck in that old money story that says it can't happen for me. And so why do we struggle? Because no matter what, with the best will in the world, you can say all the nice flowery things. You can put the number up all over your house. You could do all of that. But it's not going to happen easily for you if you have this overpowering limitation that includes um, just, I, I, I've never done it. I have no past history of my ability to do it, and therefore I can't see it for myself. And then the other thing, the fourth one is, and this ties into number three, is that I see a lot of people setting financial goals that have no power. The bottom line is they just don't, they don't see that they can have it. There's no power behind it. You know, it's like, oh yeah, I'm just wishing. And a wish is weak. <laughs> Standing with a powerful intention and seeing and believing it, seeing the end, seeing yourself with it is the way it works. If you can't see and believe it, then you're fighting an uphill battle when it comes to money. And then the last one is, and this is another one that a lot of people don't know about or talk about, and I call them money traumas. And when we think of trauma, people say, oh no, I, you know, trauma means you've been abused in some way, right? That's just the, the term on the street, that the layman's term for, for trauma. And people don't identify that they've actually experienced money trauma. So I'm going to tell you the definition of trauma so we can all just open our eyes a little bit wider first thing this morning and evaluate if we've had any of these types of experiences. So a traumatic experience is anything that leaves you feeling less than good. Anything that you have experienced in your past that has left you feeling less than good. Now, associate money, bring money into that conversation and ask yourself, have I had any major life experiences that have caused me to feel anything less than good? Feelings like guilt or shame or a failure. One of the, one of the traumas and the most common one that I see because I work with a lot of women is, have you ever had a painful experience with someone that you loved 
and money was involved. Um, AKA those of us that have gone through really difficult divorces. And it's like this person that I loved, I had children with, I swore for the rest of my life, I was gonna be with forever and ever is now fighting with me and it's coming down to money, right? So in the end, when I walk away from that experience, yes, I'm not gonna have the most loving feelings towards that person and I'm gonna have to do healing around that, like Dr. Janie said, with your you know, relationships with, uh, with others and where money is involved. But here's the thing that we don't realize. We walk away from that trauma experience and truthfully, the most powerful stigma from the trauma for us is money. And so it's this gas and brake thing because on one side you're going, yes, I want more financial abundance and all the things that it can bring me and the wonderful experiences that it will bring into my life. But on the other side and the more powerful side, subconsciously you're going, that thing money caused me pain. And so you know what, back off. And so you could just see how that's gonna cause incredible struggle financially if it's not healed. So I'm gonna start right there with the conversation and really just open up for everyone. I don't know how, you know, that's the well, time that we have to share. Um, yeah, Tasha, I wanna I wanna leave room for questions to open it up for people. So think be thinking if you have a question for Tasha, because I am gonna open it up for questions. But I wanted to, you know, you shared four really big ideas, right? Like those are four really big. Hey listeners, if you enjoy listening to Breakfast with Champions, we can bet you care about your daily routine. Do you wanna know the secret to the perfect routine? It's the perfect morning. Glenn has written a free ebook called The Morning Five, five simple steps to an extraordinary morning. If you can transform your morning, you can transform your life. Head on over to themorning5.com to learn more about the five ways you can change the way you start your day. Things that we kind of have to break down just a little bit before we open some questions because, you know, I think first of all, as I'm as I'm writing these down, I'm thinking these all they all play off of each other, right? Like if we have a like a money trauma, then obviously we might not feel deserving of that money right. and not mm-hmm. being able to ask for more of it. And so as I'm, so I'm thinking, you know, for, for me, like I'm very, um, I'm like a, a feeler. I'm a feeler. Like I'm very feel like, like I see, like I feel a lot of things. So as you're talking, like it comes from my stomach. Like I feel like this place of when I think about attracting anything, I feel like in my stomach, like I've got to have that, I've got to, I've got to kind of dig in and and get that sense of like flow. Like I have to feel it flow instead of just like saying it. So as you were talking about, you know, setting these financial goals that have no power or asking for more money, but without limits because of that deservingness, how can someone, because I think, you know, we've heard you know, some of us have read the secret or the law of attraction. Like we have all of this, these ideas in our head or these concepts that we've heard, but how can someone actually remove some of those blocks and get into that feeling of attraction that isn't just in the mind, but consuming of the body so that yeah. you're putting off that energy to gain that attraction? Yeah, it's a great question. And, and, what I want everyone listening to, to think about and just bring to your awareness, because I can share the solution, but if you are not aware that some of these are happening for you, then you, know, you won't be able to, to utilize 
the solution that I share because you're first thinking, well, I don't have any of these problems, right? So what I would, would encourage everyone listening to do is just to, to think back to the ones that I just listed, right? A lack or scarcity mindset, you deservingness, do you truly believe that you deserve the financial abundance you're asking for? Are you asking from your limits? So you know what? I've never made more than 200,000 in my life, so I'm gonna ask for 210, you know? Um, are you asking from this place of no power? You set financial goals, but you don't really believe that it will happen for you. Or have you had money traumas? And there's just a lot of things going on emotionally with you around money that with all the will in the world, you can, you could just look at, wow, I'm, I'm really stopping it because I've had some painful experiences where money was involved. And I'm kind of saying, I don't want you. You know, I don't money like back off because you cause pain. So I, I would encourage everyone to just think about all of those and, and kind of identify, well, which one of these relate to me, right? And now let's talk about how you can shift these. And I love what Glenn said. I absolutely, I do this work and I've been doing it for nine years now. I wish, because this is what I would want. I wish I could give you a magic pill. You could take it and it would all be resolved in five minutes that would be incredible, would be my dream come true. Because I truly believe that if more people experience financial abundance, the world would be a better place. And having said all that, it's gonna involve some committed work and that's just the truth, right? So one of the things that I talk about as a big part of the solution, and it's this idea that all of the, the, the reasons I just listed why people struggle is part of the personality that you have identified yourself to be. I am someone who's, who has a lack and scarcity mindset. I have deservingness issues. I, you know, I have limitations on myself. All of this is, it's the, per, it's the you that you know right now with money. All the patterns that you see yourself and, and how you engage and experience money, that is just the, the Tasha of today financially. Here's the thing, to shift into abundance, and I'm gonna use some very strong language. I know it's like, what time is it? 6.30 in the morning? Oh, we're not allowed to curse in here, just so no, you I'm know. No, I'm not cursing, no cursing, <laughs> I don't curse. No, 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 thank you though, but no, that's not it. But really, it's that you are going to have to abandon this version of you, like literally walk away from this version of yourself. In a Bible, it refers to being born again by the renewing of your mind. You literally have to, you know, I mean, that's it. Just die to the version of yourself that existed. And that's a really strong way to put it. But I don't know any other way in order for you to become the person who is, and you can see it, you know, I'm, I'm going to read something from one of my favorite books, Neville by Neville Goddard, your faith is your fortune. And he says, you cannot serve two masters. This is from Matthew 6, verse 24, or opposing states of consciousness at the same time, taking your attention from one state and placing it up on the other, you die to the one from which you have taken it and you live and express the one that you are united, right? So, so in order for you to shift into abundance, you have to abandon the consciousness that expresses all those other things, the five things that I, that I 
um, described before. You can no longer allow yourself to think lack, to speak lack, or to act in lack. And I don't mean that that's going to happen when we get off this call, you know? Trust me, I've been doing this work on myself for 12 years, and my mentor two weeks ago had to call me out on some scarcity thinking. So it, it's not going to happen overnight. What I love about this body of work is now that the light switches on and you're aware, it's so much easier with time to catch yourself in this pattern and go, nope, that's the old me. I don't think like that. I don't act like that. I don't speak like that. When it comes to money and finances, that's the old me. That one doesn't no longer exist. I'm stepping into this next level of consciousness and the me that's abundant. How do I speak? How do I think about money? What do I choose to believe? How do I act with money? Right? And one of the things that I know you talk about a lot in this club is, and I, I'm a big, I'm big on the how. I love these conversations. I love the concepts. I love the principle. I love that, you know, we can be inspired and get off of here. Like we had three cups of coffee. That's amazing. I love that. And I love solution even more. <laughs> so I want to just share and, I, and, and then we'll open up for, for questions or, you know, any, any comments that anyone has is. I, again, my mantra is easy and relaxed. And when it comes to personal development, sometimes it can feel like, oh my gosh, I got to do a hundred things to change. So I love sharing. What's an easy transition that you can make starting today? You can go from lack to abundance with this one thing and it's gratitude. You can literally start to change your subconscious mind, your body, your personality, your all the things that are attracting right now, the financial results that might not feel empowering for you, you can begin to change just by being grateful. Dr. Joe Dispenza, the author of Supernatural says, gratitude is the highest magnetic frequency we can emit. And when you are being grateful, you literally signal to your body this thing has happened. So yes, like Kate said, absolutely practice expressing gratitude for the financial reality that you have right now. Because if you're even just being on here in this room means you have a cell phone and Wi-Fi and you're blessed, right? But here's the thing about wanting to change your financial circumstances. Start expressing gratitude for this financial outcome you desire to experience. And then your body is going to think and believe it has already happened. And now you're no longer fighting your mind. Your body has embraced it. Your body is like, oh, so we're abundant. Oh, that's, that's how we roll, right? So we, we attract abundance to us because in your body, it's the truth. It's already happened. That's what I have for, for sharing. And I hope that really gives some like direct, here's what I can do right now to start shifting from my, my reasons why I struggle with money and just one little thing that I can start doing today. And you have a, um, you have a journal, correct? You've got a gratitude, a money gratitude journal. Yes, I do. So, you know, one of the things that I can, back to my mantra being easy, I'll tell people, just document every single day while you're grateful for something related to money. And people will go, 
okay, I'll do that for three days and then I'm stumped. I don't know, you know, or I, I said I said I was grateful for the same three things every day. So I created, it's, it's a real simple little 30 days of gratitude for money journal. And it has different prompts every day. And I'm telling you, Kate, every time I go into asking largely, I go through this 30 day process myself right? And what I find is I'm sitting down every day for two, three minutes, just responding to the thing that's there. For example, here's one, be grateful for your outstanding balances, right? People call that debt. Be grateful for it. Make a list of every single thing that you have and why you're grateful that you owe somebody money. Like I'm grateful I owe somebody money for my house because I have a beautiful home to live in. So even that you can find a way to express gratitude for. And um, I just find that if I can make it easier for you, you will step into that expansive feeling of gratitude and start, again, like I said, making that shift in your body into more abundance. I love it. And um, I just ping, pinned a link to the top so you can grab that. And I love this idea of, of having those prompts to ask yourself these specific money questions to help you get into that state. Um, <clears throat> I have one more question before uh, I open it up for questions. So if you have a question, actually, if you do have a question that's like really, really burning, uh, give a comment in the back chat just so I have so I have you, and then I'll open it up for, for as many as we can get before we turn it over to hashtag rising grind. Um, <clears throat> but here's my question for you. That's right. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll never forget that now. Um, <laughs> I love it. So when I love you, you talked about asking for money, but having limits or setting financial goals that have no power. So it's February of a new year. I know a lot of uh, people and companies have set their financial goal for the year. So how do you recommend people setting that financial goal, the goal that they really want, but then also, you know, understanding, hey, like we have a, this kind of a specific question for, for a company, for a team. How are you setting those goals, those like, you know, those big, big, hairy, audacious goals that we have and those maybe stretch goals for the team and also bring your team along to kind of get that mindset and knowing that you can achieve those things instead of just, you know, pulling some random number just because you want it. Like, how do you recommend people setting their financial goals to think big, but also, you know, come from that place of knowing that we're going to achieve that over the course of a year? All right. So I believe in infinite possibilities, right? The last thing I want is to come to the end of my life and kind of have to look back and go, you never lived to the, to the fullness of your glass. You were always just being safe and, you know, getting by with just enough. So I'm an entrepreneur. I'm going to speak from that place first. When I set my revenue goals for my business, I never go from how much we made last year. Never. That is not the basis of where we're going this next year. I spend a lot of time in quiet contemplation in you know, really asking the deeper questions about what am I here to express? Who am I here to serve? What does that look like? When I, when I do my purpose work, what does that look like as a financial reward to me? What, is, what does it feel good? And it's almost like, Kate, instead of coming from that conscious ego mind of picking a number, I, I almost allow it to come to me, right? 
And what I have found is that it is always far more expansive than my limited mind could come up with. Sometimes it scares me to pieces. And I just know and I trust that that's from a higher source and it has never failed me. Um, there's some other things that I actually do on the action piece to make it a reality. Uh, but I, I approach it not from the limitation of this is what I was able to do last year. And so I'm going to go with a 5% increase. As an entrepreneur, I, I actually download the number and I do it in exchange for how much larger, how much, well, how much more am I going to serve in this next year? Where am I going to take my service? And therefore, what is the financial reward that is promised to me? So I don't know if that, that gives a new way of looking at it for my entrepreneurs out there. And then for corporations, I get it. You know, it's, it's a more logical setting, like you would say, where they get their teams together and they probably do that process of looking at where you were um, last year. But I like to think of it like this. If I, if I ran a massive corporation, I would say, you know what, what's going for gold? Like, a 10% increase in our revenue this year is like, we would, we would have won silver. And that'd be great, we'd be happy. But what would be going for gold? Because here's the thing, if you set, if you set that goal for 150 million, and your team really gets behind it. And again, this is, this is not about picking numbers from the sky. It's really about getting the energy and intention of everyone involved to support this, this you know, financial outcome. And when you have the intention and the energy of a group of people, it says in the Bible where two or more are joined, and I absolutely believe in that, when everyone's on board, miracles can happen. So if you set it for 150 million or some big number and you get 145, but your silver number was 130, no one's going to be upset, <laughs> you know? They're not going to be, not going to feel defeated because the bottom line is you got more than you would have naturally and logically asked for. And so I'm a big go for gold girl. Like just put it out there, go for it. I love that. I love that, Tasha. And you know what's so funny? I, I love what you shared because I, this year was the first year with my team that I didn't, we didn't look at last year's goal to set that this year's goal. And that was really intentional about it based on the things that we want to achieve over the next three to five years. And uh, it was an interesting space. It was yes. an interesting place to be, you know, it's, it gets a little uncomfortable, but in a good way, you know, which was really cool and exciting. So I'm really, um, I was laughing as you were talking, cause I was like, that's really cool. Cause I do believe that a lot of entrepreneurs, we do, you know, we look at the number and we think, oh, okay, this is what I did this year. You know, 20% would be amazing or 10% would be amazing. And then kind of go from there. So I love that you asked that. All right. We have a few minutes left. And um, I have, so you guys can see at the link at the top, make sure you download Tasha's free gratitude for money journal. And we can get our mindset right around money. And we have a couple of minutes for some questions. So Coach Michelle, I saw you message me in the back chat and would love to pass the mic to you to ask Tasha a question. Good morning, Tasha. What are going, baby? Oh! <laughs> <laughs> my Jamaican sister. Good morning. 
Oh my God, I've always wanted to talk to you. And of course, who would do it better but Breakfast with Champions? I just wanted to go back to bed and I'm like, no, my girl Tasha is on. And I just want to say to you, yes, the word of God says we're tour more are gathered he's right there in the midst so we can do all things through christ to strengthen us you know as um as jamaicans and not just jamaicans but as christians we don't want to talk about money it is like it is so hard for us to talk about money it is hard for us to say we can attract money and i just want to know with your culture with our culture how do you really step past that limiting belief that as christians we shouldn't talk about money and as jamaicans sometimes it's hard for us to really talk about how we attract money i yield my mic and i love you tasha i also back you. oh thank you michelle oh that's a that's a that's a wide and deep question you got out there michelle and you know i want to say that i honor everyone's spiritual belief i am a christian and for me the Bible is the number one like book of life and, and gives us the teachings of abundance. I truly believe that as a highest form of creation, we, you know, God, God made human beings like at the top of the hierarchy. And when I look at the grass growing with just literally sunshine and water and the birds having zero need to hustle and grind and everything that is needed is abundantly provided in nature and if we are the highest forms of creation then it is my belief that everything that we desire is also abundantly provided if we desire it right and so with money I, i'm just like you i was raised you know, in, in a church where as a child, one of, one of my biggest things that I remember hearing was it's harder for a rich man to get into heaven and um, than a camel to go through the eye of a needle. And I was like, and I, it was a Pentecostal church and, and this pastor was like really making the point, you know, and I'm like six, seven years old going, I don't want to be rich. I don't ever want to be rich because I want to go to heaven. And, you know, just having to do the personal work of having my own understanding around abundance and asking, you know, why do I want more money? Is it for good or for evil? Am I in service to others? Am I doing God's work and my purpose here? And when I ask those questions, I feel good about receiving. For me, money is an energetic exchange for contribution, right? So... I serve, I do good in the world, whether it's through my business or you have a job, you are being productive, you know, you are making the world better in some way, you're making somebody else's life better in some way. Well, the way the system is structured is that we receive fi a financial reward for that, and that's money. And it is perfectly good and perfectly okay to want to be rich. That's my thought. Awesome. Money answered all things. He also said that. Have a blessed day, everyone. Thank you. Uh, thank you, Coach Michelle. Thank you for the question. All right. Who has another question for Tasha around their money mindset or any of the things that we've talked about? We've talked about some big, some big topics today. These are some big things to dig into. And I, and I love, Tasha, that you talked about the first thing being 
recognizing these things, right? Like we have yeah. to recognize this in us. And, and Glenn mentioned it too, you know, early on, it's just this idea that we have to, we have to be self-aware enough to notice those things that we're doing. And I think that is one quality that people, that we have to get better and better at always is just this idea of self-awareness. Why are we making the decisions we make? Why are we making the choices that we make? Why are we stuck in certain places that we don't want to be stuck in? There's obviously one common denominator and that is yeah. you. And yeah. so when we can recognize that, and then when we recognize it, we then find the tools that we need. We find the tools. If we can recognize and say, okay, I say that I, that I come from this place of, or I say that I want this, however amount of money, but if you don't truly deserve it. And I think it's, it's a hard, it's a hard truth sometimes yeah. for us to tell ourselves, oh, wait, do you, again, like not even like saying to ourselves, like, I don't feel like I deserve it. Like even saying it doesn't feel right. Like we know that it's not right, but unless you get it deep down to your core, which is that stuff that takes that time to do, it takes the practice to do, which is why I really love your journal because it takes, I mean, even just over a 30 day period, think about your life. Actually, I have a question for you. I want to know someone that you've worked with in the past that was having uh, challenges attracting money into their life. What share a success story that you've had of somebody and how much money they were able to attract into their life. Uh, it's, you know, someone asked me on my journey of teaching from the science of getting rich, when was a point that I knew it was really science and it worked? So, you know, it's one thing for me to read the book and practice the principles and have the results in my life, which, which were dramatic from financial destitution practically to creating my version of my financial dreams. But when I started teaching it to others and, and watching people implement it, now it says, you know, it says in the science of getting rich, if one person does this and it works, that's great. But if every person who practices these principles and implements them changes, then it's science, right? So I knew we, this really was science. It was our second group. And there was a lady at this time, this was way back in the day, Kate, we used to, you know, we used to do this 30 day uh, process and we would meet once a week at somebody's house. That's how intimate this was at the start. And so I, I had like maybe eight women, eight to 10 women, I think in that group, we were meeting at someone's house and we always start the 30 day journey by writing intentions. So what is it that you are looking to manifest or attract into your life? in four different areas, one of them being finances. And, um, you know, in this process, I say, I take people through this, this meditation where you're not going to ask for this from a place of limitation. You're not going to ask from a place of, uh, and one limitation to is time. People, when we go to ask for something, you have a desire for more money, but we put this time limit on it. Like I'm going to ask for a large amount. So logically that's going to take me five years to create, manifest, attract, whatever you want to call it. Right. That's a limitation. That's a human limitation. And so in this program, everyone writes their intention. 
I don't know what they have written financially, but we get to week three and one of the ladies does not come to the meeting. And I'm like curious because, you know, she was one of those, she was doing the work all into it. Week four, she comes back and I say, I ask her, you know, so what happened? Is everything okay? Why weren't you here? She, and she goes, oh, well, last week I couldn't come because we had to sign a contract. We want a contract. And, you know, my husband came home and he was crying because our lives were going to change forever. And I go, well, how much was this contract? She goes, $5 million for the next 10 years, <laughs> like $5 million every year for the next 10 years. By week three, they had been in business for seven years, never had it, been trying to get this contract, never got it. Finally, in the third week of the program, there it was. I mean, it was literally overnight for them. And as you can imagine, their lives changed forever, right? So what that proved to me, this was my second group. I, I realized time is a limitation that we put on ourselves and a, an amount that we want to bring into our lives. Again, it's, it's another limitation. They were only asking for 5 million. What they got in that contract was 5 million for the next 10 years, right? So again, I just want to encourage everyone, if you've already set your financial goals for 2022, like really look at it again and go, have I placed any limits on myself with this, whether it's time or um, how much or how it comes to you? It can only come from this one source. Really evaluate, look back and evaluate. Uh, have you put any limitations on yourself? Because it can happen like that. Oh my gosh, that is so incredible. I love that. Uh, TM, I see you flashing. Do you have a question? You wanted to share something? Oh, no, I'm, I'm with you, Kate. Are you I'm just clapping? This. Listen, I mean, <laughs> this has been extraordinary, right? I mean, she has shared so many uh, gems, right? I mean, real time, practical things that that we can apply. I mean, we know gratitude works, right? I mean, this is the home of gratitude, uh, you know, breakfast of champions. But I mean, what, listen, she said, be grateful for debt. Listen, that, that just changed the game for me, right? I'm grateful <laughs> for a lot of things, Kate, but I've never heard someone say, be grateful for that debt, right? I mean, and then the idea that I'm grateful because I have you know, a tangible that I can enjoy from that debt, the beautiful home. She talked about Pentecostal church. I was also raised in a Pentecostal church. And so, I mean, I totally agree that you have to reprogram um, even from religious teachings, right? Because, I mean, that example about, you know, the camel and the needle versus the rich man, I think I responded the same way. That's why even Ramon talked about, you know, what church did to us and, and the idea that money, right, is the root of all evil. This has been so dynamic. I mean, all of us should walk away changed this morning. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, thank you. And and I, I, it's just on my spirit to say this, you know, so many of us, and I think many people in this room um, are in charge of leading your own business or your own team. And I want to say gratitude is a business strategy. It is my number one business strategy is gratitude. So Walk I away with that. Love that. Yes, I love and I love TM that you said this is the home of gratitude because it is um 
we, I mean, obviously Glenn talks about gratitude all the time. It's in the morning five planner, right? Like every single morning we have to, we don't, we don't have to, we get to, we get to, we get to share. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) We get to share what we are grateful for. And I am so grateful for, uh, Glenn Lundy for creating this incredible space where we always get to bring such wonderful people in to, to share their expertise. And Tasha, it has been so much fun. I'm so grateful for you for coming in and sharing all of these ideas and techniques. And you're right, TM, I love, I love not only, not only do people get to walk away with something that you said today, Tasha, just anything that kind of really resonated and what, what it is that you needed to hear, because that's one of the things about clubhouse that I love so much is like, we get to hear, it could be one idea. Like I always say, we are all one idea or connection away from changing the trajectory of our life. And there's one idea that if you could take away today or one action step, you know, getting that journal or starting even today, just, I love that challenge, Tasha, of thinking, what was the gold re- revenue goal that I set for myself this year? And did you put limitations on it? How did you create that? It's still, you still have time. It's only February. You still have the time time to change that goal and maybe stretch it a little bit more. So um, Tasha, I'm grateful that you're here. This was so incredible. And guess what, everyone? Tasha's coming back on the 17th. We're going to do another session in not next week, but the week after. So if you want to, Actually, you know it would be fun. If you're in the room right now, come back on the 17th, 6 to 7 a.m., and Tasha will be here and would love, would love to hear some people who maybe took a look at their revenue goal and changed it because of this conversation. We would love to hear some of those, some of those thoughts. I would love to see if you if you put anything into practice, grab Tasha's journal and maybe over the next week journal about it and then. Let's see if we have some money successes in the next two weeks. How fun would that be? Yes. Oh, I'm so excited. Thank you, Glenn, for this space. Thank you, Kate, for having me and everyone that was in the room this morning. You know, I'm, I, my prayer and intention is that you walk away with just one little thing that changes the way you think about abundance and that you know, like you know, like you know, you deserve it. Amazing. Oh, my gosh. Thank you're you. You're awesome. Oh, yeah. Glenn, no, that's, right, that's, right, that's, right. Fin- that's right. That's right. That's right. Finish your sentence. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. Thank you for joining us on Breakfast with Champions. If you want to catch the live version, you can follow us on Clubhouse and listen from 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, Saturday 6 to noon, and Sundays with our 111 Sunday service. Make sure you're keeping up with Breakfast with Champions and getting yourself a seat at the table.